Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Highly Functional. This is Dr. Brianne Shulman Brown, and today you get me, myself, and I. I'm just going to dive into a little bit into my story, my nutrition story to be specific, to teach you specific things that I consume on a regular basis in order to improve my recovery keep me at a high functioning level at all times, both in my day-to-day life as well as with my performance. So let's tune in. Nutrition. It's something that most people don't think about when it comes to thinking about function, thinking about pain, thinking about performance and thinking about recovery. It tends to be this abstract out there thing. We eat food because we're hungry. We eat food to survive. But many people tend to forget that what we put inside of our bodies, what we consume, essentially affects how our bodies function. We need vitamins and minerals for our bodies to work right, for all of our organs and our systems to function appropriately. We need different nutrients for energy. If we don't have, yes, we can eat food just for the fact or the purpose of survival for function, to live. But I like to view this as a matter of, are you surviving or are you thriving? There's a big aspect when we talk about thriving and really using the foods we put in our bodies as true fuel to fuel our day-to-day functions, to fuel our performance, to fuel our recovery. If you want to put it in a metaphor to a vehicle or an analogy to a vehicle, if you put really bad crappy gas into a vehicle, it's not going to function real well. If you give it good fuel, high quality fuel, it will function a lot better. It'll last a lot better, longer. That's exactly what food does to our bodies as well. Our bodies are only going to function as well as the food that we put in it allows it to. It truly is our fuel. So when I am meal planning, when I am meal prepping, when I am consuming foods, for me, it comes down to what is that food going to do for me? How is the, how are those specific food items going to serve me, going to serve my body. For me, it's not just a matter of eating to eat because I'm hungry. It's a matter of eating so I can perform at the highest possible level in my everyday life, in my work life, in my home life, in my gym life. 
So what does this look like specifically? What things do I add to my daily routine in order to stay at this high functioning level, to recover from my workouts, to stay mentally strong throughout my day? There's a number of things. Some I incorporate every single day. Some I incorporate on a weekly basis. But ultimately, like I stated before, I'm thinking how is this going to serve my body every single time I consume something. So let's start out with food choices. There are some specific foods that help to decrease inflammation in our bodies, which if we can decrease the inflammation in our bodies, we are improving our recovery from workouts. We are keeping down pain and soreness from our workouts. We're decreasing our risk of injury, essentially. If we don't have those inflammation processes going on in our bodies, we're decreasing the risk of those chronic injuries, chronic pain, aches and pains that people get. So some specific things that you can start including into your daily routine. One of them is pineapple. Pineapple contains an enzyme called bromelain. And this has a high anti-inflammation response in the body. So this is one that naturally, as you consume it, it will help to decrease that inflammation in your body. Now, the thing with pineapple is, if you do freeze it, it does um, deactivate that enzyme. So it is something you want to use as a, um, as a fresh, in fresh form rather than frozen form. Keeping in that same category, we also look at blueberries. Blueberries work a little bit differently, but they still are an amazing food item to consume. So blueberries are very high in antioxidants. Um, pretty much ounce for ounce, blueberries have the highest antioxidants um, compared to other fruits. So if you can consume blueberries, which have high antioxidants, it'll help decrease the oxidation processes in your body, which ultimately helps to decrease the inflammation in your body as well. Staying in the fruits and vegetables category, dark leafy greens are another really good source, high in antioxidants, high in vitamin K, which also decreases or protects us from inflammatory processes, inflammatory diseases. So when we're talking dark, le dark leafy greens, we're talking about kind of what we hear re referred to as like these super greens, these power greens. Um, primarily the most common ones tend to be spinach and kale, but we can throw some of the other ones in there as well. Uh, off the top of my head thinking like chard is a really good one. Um, but for the most part, for me specifically, I eat a lot of spinach. I put spinach in my smoothies in the morning uh, in order to get those dark leafy greens in my system. And then every once in a while I will add kale as well. It does have a little bit more of a bitterness to it, um, but it is another good one to consume uh, on a regular basis. Now getting away from the fruits and vegetables, 
we can look at healthy fats. Um, and we'll start off with protein that contains healthy fats in the form of salmon and halibut. Both of those contain omega-3 fatty acids to help decrease inflammation, but also just to keep the body running healthy as we do, as our bodies is not, bodies do not produce those omega-3 fatty acids on their own. And then keeping in the same, uh, same category, looking at these healthy fats, anything with olive and avocado uh, are amazing as well for inflammation. They both contain monounsaturated omega-9 fatty acids. Um, these are high in antioxidants and also anti-inflammatory. So like I said with the blueberries, when we're high in antioxidants, it decreases that oxidation process that goes on in the body with any damage that we incur to ourselves through our day-to-day -day functions and uh, therefore decreases that inflammation. So when I'm talking olives and avocado, you can do it in food form in the actual and actually consume it, or you can do it in oil form. Both of them contain those fatty acids. Another one in that fat category that is often forgot about as being in uh, decreasing inflammation is coconut oil. Uh, coconut oil is actually huge for detoxing the body um, externally. Uh, if you put it on your, your skin, it'll actually pull toxins out of your body. When you consume it, it actually does help to decrease inflammation and reduce pain naturally in your system. And then we move on to spices. My ultimate favorite category because it's so, there's so many things in spices that we can use for health purposes, not just for pain and inflammation, but for healing ourselves in so many ways. But just sticking with the inflammation category here today. First and foremost, turmeric. The active ingredient in turmeric is curcumin. And this is highly antioxidant, highly anti-inflammatory for the body. Uh, there's so many studies that have shown positive results with turmeric for decreasing inflammation, decreasing pain. Uh, the studies actually show that it is more effective than the majority of over-the-counter and prescription medications. So it's something that if you can work in on a daily basis, it will do phenomenal things for you for decreasing inflammation, decreasing pain, and improving your recovery from your workouts. Uh, I personally take it in capsule form every single day, but it's something that you can add to a smoothie. You can cook with it. Uh, I add it to my eggs when I eat eggs. There's um, pretty much, you name it, you can throw it um, in your food, on meats and vegetables, pretty much everything you can add it to. With turmeric though, you do wanna pair it with black pepper. Black pepper has pep uh, piperine in it, and this actually helps, um, helps the turmeric work better. So, when you combine these two, it actually enhances the effect of turmeric, ultimately decreasing your inflammation even more, giving yourself, your body, more of an anti-inflammatory response with that. Now, continuing on 
there's a list of other one other spices that I do want to get into that don't work as well as turmeric and black pepper but still are great to add to foods as you're cooking one of them is oregano oregano does have um, anti-inflammatory properties to it but it also works with immunity uh, oregano is actually one that I cook a lot with but it's also one that in um, essential oil form I will use if I feel like I'm getting sick at all. So I will use the essential oils to, um, orally in order to actually get rid of anything that I may that may be starting as I start to feel sick and it clears it up pretty quickly. And then there is basil. So basil has a compound in it called eugenol. And what eugenol does is it actually works on the same receptors that um, non-steroidal anti-inflammatories do. So when we're thinking like your aspirin, your ibuprofen, and naproxen. Uh, so basil basically simulates these um, other over-the-counter medications that you would take. So basil is another one that's uh, very easy to add to a lot of different food items and can help with the um, pain and inflammation. And then two other ones kind of in the same category, parsley and rosemary. Both of them are highly antioxidant, um, powerful anti-inflammatories. So once again, these are other good ones that are can really be used when you're cooking in order to decrease inflammation. Um, and I can tell you my massage therapist uses rosemary oil a lot with um, her lotions in order to decrease inflammation um, externally that way. So rosemary for sure is one that helps with that inflammation in the body. Another really good one um, is paprika. Paprika is high in antioxidants. It also contains vitamin A, which um, is known to decrease inflammation in the body. And then the last spice I have for you is clove. So clove contains a compound called eugenol. Um, it's actually a mild anesthetic. Um, there are years ago, prior to dentists having um, all of their methods that they have for pain, it was actually used for toothaches. It was actually used as an anesthetic for oral surgeries. Um, now it can be used just general overall in the body for reducing pain and inflammation especially around an injury. So a lot of times we can, we'll find that it reduces redness and swelling around an injury. Um, and there are also antibacterial properties to it as well, which is another reason that dentists tend to use this and absolutely love it. So that's what I have for you today. Um, I hope you have some great takeaways from this information that I gave you regarding food choices to help decrease your inflammation, to improve your recovery, to keep you focused, keep you functional during your day-to-day -day life. And if you have any other specific questions for me, feel free to reach out to me on social media. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Get Your Fix Physical Therapy or Get Your Fix Nutrition. You can find me at Instagram at Get Your Fix PT or at Get Your Fix Nutrition. Or you can email me at Brianne at GetYourFixPT.com. 
And that concludes this episode of Highly Functional. I truly appreciate the time you spend to listen to myself and my colleagues share with you how to become highly functional individuals and how to be highly functional individuals. If you learned great information from this, I would love for you to share it with your friends and help them become highly functioning individuals as well. Until next time, go out and be highly functional.